Welcome to another bonus episode of Acosta Podcast with my buddy Omar. Yeah. Today we're going to be talking about Harry Campbell's kind of teaser to a Mass Effect project. At least that's what people are thinking. As well as Daisy Ridley versus Ted Cruz. I wonder who'll win. <laughs> Avatar is back again, but this time with the original owners making a studio for it avatar last airbender sorry not james cameron avatar no blue people and state of play was it a success or was it boring as fuck as people claim it to be and last but not least we will tell you what we thought of the latest episode of wandavision so let's get into it henry cavell superman Geralt. People are thinking he's teasing some type of Mass Effect TV show. What do you think about that? Oh yeah, I'm 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 hoping that this is what it is because he posts on Instagram. You know, is this just a random piece of paper, or you know, is there something more to it, or is this a super secret project, something like that? And on the paper, it's hard to distinguish everything that's wrote, but people we're able to see that, you know, there's some key words that is known in the Mass Effect series, which is like Cerberus, Reaper, Geth, and a character. Her name is Tali Zora. And man, let me tell you, if if they're doing like some sort of Mass Effect movie or Mass Effect show, I'm all for it. I am all for it. And especially if Henry Cavill or Cavill, oh man, I, it's, I think it's Cavill. Henry Cavill is evolved. You know what I mean? Because he's <laughs> awesome. And Mass Effect I love the uh, the trilogy, the Mass Effect trilogy with Commander Shepard. I, I don't know if he would play Commander Shepard or some other character, but it, it's honestly one of my favorite video game trilogies or video game series of, of all time. Uh, probably only behind Elder Scrolls and, you know, Jack and Daxter, pro- possibly. It, it, it's definitely up there in the top five, top three. Uh, it's, it's, it's definitely kind of like Star Trek, you know, meets... I guess you, you can kind of give it a Starship Troopers vibe, but it's so great, and it would be awesome. I hope this tease it comes to flourishing and that these rumors are true. Yeah, um, I wonder if they look at him now as like a video game actor. Because I know, I know typically The Witcher is based off of the books, but... Majority of people think it's actually the video game that they're, you know, going off of. Oh, yeah. It definitely gained a lot of popularity because of the video game series, for sure. But I'm, I'm curious, if they do do a Mass Effect, um, he could probably play Shepard. But it depends on what they're trying to do. It's just so, like, making video game stuff is either hit or miss. And Mass Effect is a game that's been through a lot. Um, with the ending of Mass Effect 3 to the Andromeda game. Oh, yeah, we don't talk about that. <laughs> so them trying to now make a new one that actually picks up after Mass Effect 3. So it's, it's, it's a lot, especially with Bioware. Like, there used to be, like, this prestige prestigious studio and then they started like messing up pretty hardcore like like a side note they even like stopped developing anthem because they were like oh we're gonna redo anthem we're gonna bring it better than ever and they like this week they actually canceled it and said oh we're not doing it anymore yeah i saw that so so i'm i'm curious I'm curious if it's going to be like a retelling or if it's going to be an original story. Like, are they going to go off of like the video game series or like, here's a story that you never saw before. Okay. Um, if this piece of paper isn't like some fan fiction him and his friends are writing and it's truly like a script from like Hollywood or whatever, uh, then I'm, I am assuming it's going to be the Commander Shepard story, mostly because of the word, not even like Cerberus or a Reaper, but because of Tali Zora, you know what I mean. She's a main character in the in the in the series, or like one of the main companions that you could have in your in your squad or your party. Um, and she, she's a fan favorite, and because of her name popping up, I w- I would definitely think this takes place during you know 
Commander Shepard's reign, or not his reign, but his adventure for sure. Especially since, I mean, anyone that's played the game knows that he has a very big impact on what goes down with Cerberus. Uh, Cerberus, sorry, Cerberus and the uh, and the Reapers and the Geth. Honestly, like uh, John Shepard definitely plays a big part in all of that. And Tali Zora is one of his Conrads that he he goes hand in hand with. So, um, you know, it would be interesting to see maybe like first contact. Uh, like humans, you know, first contact with uh, all the alien life that's in the universe. But I- I'm leaning more toward it being a, a retelling of uh, Commander John Shepard's story. And I- I'm all for it because he's he's one of my favorite protagonists. And it's crazy because you really make all the choices in the game. So how I played him, he's one of my favorites. But that doesn't necessarily mean that's how they're going to make him. Yeah. They're going to make him an evil guy. You know, yeah, what's, you know what's interesting <laughs> is what if he's actually going to be doing voice lines for the new Mass Effect? Oh. It, like, if he's stepping into the video game like industry rather than... Yeah, because he's apparently he's a very avid gamer. So I'm curious, maybe he might be voicing a certain character. Not necessarily Commander Shepard because he's, he's gone, but maybe he, can, he might be playing someone in the, the new game. Oh, that would be interesting. Um, honestly, I'd be I'm, I'd be excited for Mass Effect Four that picks off where three left. You know, maybe kind of fixing the ending of three. You know what I'm saying? That I, I would be excited for that. And if he's somehow involved with that as well, that would be that would be interesting. They did announce, or I'm pretty sure there, it's at least rumored heavily that there is another Mass Effect game being made. But I think it was announced. Oh, it was. They um, did announce that there was. I think it's. Uh... I think it's 10 years after Mass Effect 3. Oh, yeah, that'd, that'd be great, you know. Yeah, oh, it's, it's interesting. For sure. <laughs> I guess all we can do now, based on this Instagram post, is speculate, but I'm just excited because I feel like it's... A, it's e- Okay, whether it's a video game, a show, or a movie, I'm ready for more Mass Effect with John Shepard and his crew in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, a lot of people really liked it because I think Adromeda would, would... Adromeda didn't capture was the whole like the hero and his crew it was more of like these individuals like none of them really stood out i guess in a way i know they're very forgettable that's for sure yeah because you think that commander shepherd you know he has his backstory you know he's a very uh, predominant human in the whole like you know like the the, the Citadel was that what it was called? Yes. Yeah. So he was very he was very prestigious in what he did. So he was kind of like a the first human the first human man blah 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 or woman to do something. So it was um he is a very 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 interesting character for sure for sure. What if this isn't a drama story instead? <laughs> now you're just trying to hurt me <laughs> ladies and gentlemen we're announcing the Adromana storyline TV show I mean maybe they make a sequel for Adromeda and they try and fix <laughs> someone I don't know what I don't know what you can fix what can I, you fix in that game I don't know I don't know that's that's what I'm saying I hope that's not the case I, and with Talia Zora Talia Zora I, I doubt it I really do I think we made the the game so cool was the story elements. The story is because again, like you said earlier, your choices impacted the story. Yeah. Like uh, if you haven't played the original games, I don't know what you're doing. But like Mass Effect Two, for instance, that whole assault in the final hours—if you don't prepare—it can change your game drastically. Oh yeah. Like drastically. Like you can have a full squadron. And all of a sudden, you're down to like a few people. It's that crazy of how much time you put into certain things will result in the outcome. I think that's why Mass Effect 3 gets such a bad rap is because we've had three games to make these crazy decisions. And I think all of it got neglected at the end. It was like, okay, all you did, scratch that. You have levered one, two, and three. No, nah, yeah, for sure. Uh, the ending of Mass Effect 3, I do agree with the gripes. Um, 
I still think it's an amazing series, and uh, three being my favorite, actually. But, yeah, no, the decisions you get to make and how they carry over from one to two, uh, being certain characters will die and not even appear in two and three. And, yeah, two, you definitely have a lot of important decisions to make because you – your story could end at the end of two. And then, like, technically your canon is, like, that's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the end of the story. You, yeah, don't, get, you don't get Mass Effect 3, you know? So I, that's pretty interesting. And it, it'd be interesting to see if they do a series or, let's say, a movie uh, series, whether it's TV or movie, uh, what choices they decide to make. You know what I mean? Because there's some major decisions that are made in this series that uh, both – size of the fandom or like uh, it's not even split in it too it depends you know so many different people have so many different views on which decisions to make it's a lot of gray it's not really morally right or wrong you know what i mean well yeah they and netflix has done shows like that like uh the black mirror bender snatch show like where you watch it and then there's like decisions that pop up and it kind of changes the story for you oh so They could technically, if I don't know if Netflix is going to develop it, but whoever does, if they put enough money into it, they can have like some choices, like the games did. I think yeah. that would be a very interesting um, concept to bring. What made Mass Effect so cool was the story decisions. Okay, yeah, no, no, I agree with you there. Uh, I kind of hope Netflix stays far away from this one because when it comes to their original content, they're awesome. When it comes to adapting others, they, they take liberties that I don't always I don't always <laughs> like. <clears throat> Curse casting, <clears throat> Jennifer, <clears throat> you know what I'm doing. No, but you know, <laughs> um, I mean it doesn't matter as long as the story is good and like they do the characters justice. I, I'm gonna be all for it. But you know, I'm hoping it lands more on Amazon. They already have a, a sci-fi series called The Expanse. It's pretty good. I didn't follow it to the end. I've only watched the first season, but I do need to finish it uh it's it's pretty awesome so i i think they do sci-fi well and that'd be a, a nice spot for it to land but being that netflix and henry cavill already have a relationship it, netflix could be a spot where it lands as well yeah because i because I, just because he's with doing the witcher series i just think maybe maybe they pick it up again i don't know hbo max could get it for all we know they got the last of us Oh, I doubt HBO has anything to do with it because HBO and Warner Brothers are like really tight and Warner Brothers is being really lame with Henry Cavill and his Superman. And, you know, I don't know if that studio and him are necessarily on the best of terms. Wow, well, there you go. Whatever, HBO. Yeah. Whatever, HBO. You just keep your last of us. Exactly. Well, Well, I guess we'll just have to wait for confirmation, right? Yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to hearing anything about this. I'm sure a lot of people are, honestly. Because, like, what right now, the only thing we have, Mass Effect news wise, is the re release of the trilogy coming up soon. Yeah, which I'm excited about that too. Oh, yeah. It looks great. Way much, way better than I could have hoped for. Uh, I mean, call me a pervert. I'm a little upset they're changing some of the angles, but other than that, um, <laughs> <laughs> other than that, uh, I, I'm I'm full. I already have it pre-ordered, man. Yeah, people people are uh, don't want to see Miranda's booty everywhere. Dude, okay, yep. You know what? Let me not go there. So, <laughs> <laughs> so another another crazy thing was it was Ray versus Ted Cruz this week. Oh yeah. As well, I know you shared with the story, but what what did you think of that? Because I'm <laughs> let me hear what you say. Because I know Ray's not your favorite, so oh yeah, uh, I think the only good thing about Ray's character is Kylo Ren. Like she was nothing until he fleshed her out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and and I don't know. Basically, he 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 comes out and tweets. Um, hold on, let me let me pull it. Yeah, I have it here. Texan Gina Carano broke barriers in Star Wars universe not a princess not a victim not emotionally tortured jedi you know what i mean so people (laughs) took that last bit of um ted cruz you know like poking at uh daisy ridley's character ray because you know emotionally tortured jedi which i mean when you when you read it emotionally tortured jedi sounds awesome but the execution was totally not you know i mean that's my that's my opinion but um 
my only thing with the Ted Cruz tweet is I don't agree with him, man. Like the not not a princess. I'm sorry, dude. Hold up. If you're talking about Princess Leia, put some respect on her name. You know what I mean? Like she wasn't your average Joe princess, like you know, like Princess Peach in the Mario. Where it's like, come on, help me, help me. Every every two, like you know, <laughs> nah, dude. Like yeah, she was like, come here, Obi Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. But <laughs> I mean, obviously she delivered it with some some good acting. That was awful, but you know what I mean. <laughs> um, she, she she was like a fighter, dude, and a leader. She was part of the rebellion's um, formation. You know what I mean? Maybe she wasn't like you know the one that started it. Depending on you know Rogue One and uh, Star Wars Rebels, like technically those were the original like makers. But she was definitely uh, like a big pivotal role in the formation and like strengthening of the rebellion. You know what I mean? This isn't your average run of the mill princess. She didn't. She wasn't afraid. She wasn't, you know, weak. She she was strong emotionally and like she she knew how to throw down and shoot. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, she, she even grabbed the the blaster from Luke when they were on the bridge. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she took out more stormtroopers than Luke did in that in that at least in that instance. You know what I mean? Not that it matters. Like she's no, down, but she's, she's ready to it. fight basically. Yeah, like she exactly. she wasn't she was not a princess like he claimed. Like she is a, she is royalty, but she didn't act like it. She acted like a soldier. Exactly, exactly, dude. And like, and you know what? She did come from privilege, being a princess. Like, I mean, obviously, like her, we know the story of Anakin and Padme, but like, I mean, she was literally birthed into life and then given to a royal family. You know what I mean? So she, yeah. she did have privilege, but that didn't make her weak. That didn't make her like you know like some little like fragile thing. Nah, she was she was a fighter, man. And so when he's like not a princess, not a victim, like you know, there's cool victim characters out there too. I, so I disagree with what Ted's trying to say here, but what I do agree with is that Gina Carano's character, Cara Dune, is a fucking badass, dude. Like, and like, yeah, she she isn't a princess and she isn't a victim. She's just like, she's just out here fighting, you know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, there is truth to what he's saying, but he's throwing shit at the, like, the not a princess thing doesn't really work here, you know what I mean? I don't know. I was like, uh, you lost your foot in there, my guy. But um, the emotionally tortured Jedi again. It sounds awesome. I'm like, ooh, I, I want to know more about that. But you know, he's talking about Ray. I'm like, oh, never mind. Yeah, execution was off. <laughs> um, so Daisy really, uh, she like retweets back saying, um, ah, what would she say? She said like, oh, I'm very happy to be an emotionally tortured Jedi who doesn't leave their state when it's having a terrible time. Meaning, I guess, <laughs> I guess she's throwing shots at Ted going to Cancun or like going to Mexico. Yeah. Doing, um, all the issues that happened in Texas. I mean, very sad stuff, you know. Um, but yeah, well, yeah, you have family in Texas, of course. Yeah, 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 man. Uh, luckily, they're all good, which is awesome to hear. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, what should we call it? Yeah. So she like threw shade about that. Who doesn't leave their state? Like, you know what I mean? Like, she's not wrong. <laughs> he did leave like a coward. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't stand by his people. So, like, dude, like, I, I just not defending this guy. Like, he had, like, a valid point on the Gina Carano aspect of his, um, on his comment. But other than that, uh, I'm actually, like, as much as I don't like her as in, as a Star Wars character, like, Rey as a Star Wars character, I'm, I'm siding with Ridley on this one. Actually, she shouldn't be happy that she plays such a, like, terrible <laughs> character she had no I'm, choice man yeah no no she like yeah i know she signed the contract and everything like oh i'm very happy that i played that like no you're not you know damn well like that character was lame but you know you played her to the best of your ability so good on you that that's what i'll say like it wasn't her performance that bogged down that character you know what i mean mm-hmm. so you know like that little part i'm like no you're not but okay okay fine <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> but uh I, I guess i'm on team ridley on this one that's her last name, right? Really? Yeah. Yeah, Daisy Ridley. Yeah. Uh, reluctantly so, being because I I don't necessarily like her, uh, but because I haven't seen anything that I'm like, wow, she's you know, yep, you know, she 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 does well, you know what I mean? Like that train of Oriental Express or whatever. Like I wasn't impressed. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. That was but what do you feel like? How what do you take from these two tweets? These two titans of social media, you know? Um. Ted Cruz should not be talking. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the only reason we're covering this is because he had to say something about Gina Carano and like pretty much mentioned Star Wars, but like that man deserves no airtime because homeboy is like 
it's a funny thing, and I I won't get on a political thing because it's not a political show, but I will say is the homeboy blamed his daughters for wanting to get out of the house, and he's like, "Well, we're going to Mexico." They want <laughs> so him him calling Princess Leia just a princess was stupid, and I get it. Ray's Ray had a lot of emotions. It makes sense, you know. Yeah, for sure. Oh no, yeah. I'm sorry. So, yeah. So it's um like and yeah, Gina Crown's character was awesome because like like I think I said a couple of weeks ago, she was a rebellion shock trooper. And shock troopers basically were people that kind of dropped in. They were they were like the the paratroopers for the military. That's what she was, and she was from Alderaan, which happens to be the home planet of Princess Leia. So, yeah. <laughs> he, so yeah, I agree. She's a badass character and definitely an ass kicker for girls to look up to. But so was Princess Leia. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, Princess Leia was not just a princess. Even like, she, like we all, like even when. Sadly, Carrie Fisher passed away, but at least we knew like Leia was training to be a Jedi because she was just as powerful as Luke. She just didn't really dwell with the Force powers, you know? She was more dealing with leading the Rebellion. Yeah, for sure. So it's it's just funny because it's like, first of all, you shouldn't be saying anything because right now you're in deep water for, you know, taking off from Texas during a terrible storm, winter storm. And... I think like the one the one thing Gina uh, Gina Carano's like thanks <laughs> Ted Cruz I'm like okay but no I I agree with Daisy Ridley honestly like right now he's just like why are you gonna mention Star Wars man keep yeah. keep it keep your opinion to yourself yeah no nah. <laughs> uh like, let's, go ahead sorry. no that's it that's all I have no I mean I. I'm of the train of thought, like, it doesn't matter. Like, as, like everyone has a right to share their opinion, but not, like, you know, you're going to get the consequences that you reap, you know what I mean? And, he, like, his, uh, I don't know, <laughs> him being in hot water because of his, like, kind of silly decisions, insensitive decisions of, um, I, he, he should have known that he was going to get some backlash. I don't know. Well, the Stars community is so vocal, too. Like, so vocal. Yeah. I we think... should have talked to, bro. Yeah, the Star Wars community can be super toxic too. Like I, I think, I think the next thing, from what I was, I, again, these are just you know speculations and you know people just being full of shit. But they're like going after Rosario Dawson from like past tweets or something. They're trying to cancel her now. Oh yeah, so oh, my God. like. I don't know if it's the Star Wars community because again, the whole community is just. I think any community there's just a, like extremists. And oh like, yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. Uh, and I'm a, I'm a proud extremist myself. But I'm, <laughs> I, feel, I like to I like to think I'm an extremist, but for a reason, something that most extremists lack. You know what I mean? Uh, empathy. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Okay. You know. What? Yeah. Empathy. No. No. That's that's good because uh, you know, I don't. Ooh, oh, it's about to get hot. <laughs> I don't, you know, like for example, oh, um, we need more, um, more representation of this and that. You know, what I mean? where's the Latino characters? Like I'm a Hispanic dude, right? Dude, I I could connect to a white character, a black character, an Asian character, any race, really, man, woman, child. You wanna know why? Because I have this thing called empathy, meaning like I don't need to be like exactly like you for me to understand or to relate or to care for. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't need it. Like if I again, like if I never see a Latino on or or Latinx, however they like they call it, um, on screen ever again, uh, I I personally, me personally, it doesn't bother me. It is I don't care, but you know I like you know for uh, my people, you know, I know <laughs> I'm happy for everyone that's happy about it. You know what I mean? And like vice versa. And I'm saying this because, you know, a lot of like the fandoms of everything, you know, like, let's say Star Wars, they're super butthurt about everything. Everyone's, like, you know, high, 
high, you know, tension. Oh, Gina Carano did this? What? She she doesn't think like me? Oh, my God, we need to cancel her. You know what I mean? Like, oh, did you see they're trying to cancel Henry Cavill because they dated like 10 years ago, him and Gina Carano? Wait, really? Yeah, dude, I just read that today. Yeah, they're trying to cancel him. Of course, man. Yeah, this cancel they, culture is out of control. Yeah, it no, it is. It is. And it, it's... um. I don't know, man. Like, I, I feel like, yeah, man. So there's some people out there that need to be canceled. There's some people that did, like, really, like, fucked up shit. I'm sorry. Gina Carano did nothing fucked up. Neither did Henry Cavill. All he did was date a girl that said something that was a, a dumb thing to say. But I don't know. Eh, man. Uh, it, that's a whole deep hole we could dive into. But uh, the cancel mob is, is, is silly. Uh, Star Wars fans, like, most fandoms now... It's very uh, divided because, you know, you got the, the fans that just want to see good content. You got the fans that need to see, uh, like, their political or, like, religious or whatever views that they, like, hold dear in them. Or else it's bigoted or close-minded or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's just, it's, it's, it's crazy, man. No, it, it is. I agree. Um, but I think right now what everyone keeps trying to do is cancel Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> oh, not that that's a person I like to be ca- but you see this is when my bias kicks in. It's, I don't think she did anything wrong unless something pops up. I just think she's really shitty as a as a producer, you know what I mean? She she needed to throw the towel in a long time ago. Yeah, I I get it. Honestly, I wish there I wish there was kind of like like hey, you didn't work out. Like maybe we should have someone else take the reins. Like no, because then if, it would show that woman can't do the job, which that's not what I'm saying, but yeah, that's not, what they it, think. It's you know not, I mean? yeah, it's, well, it's, there can, there can be a be- another woman that can do the job maybe better. You just don't yeah. know. It, it's, it's people that are driving it. Like, if Kevin Feige wasn't doing a good job in Marvel, I don't think he'd be there long. long no, look at Jeff Johns in DC, man. As soon as Justice League came out, they're like, you know what? Now nah, we need someone else, like, heading this because it's not happening. You yeah. know what I mean? Cause but it's like, the dude, that's why. Because again, like right now, when you have like the instance with the tweet, and you have the Gina Carano stuff, you have the Star Wars Star Wars community divided even more, just because of like we are in a society right now. It's like, well, if you don't agree with me, then you're the enemy. Yeah, which is kind of like it's kind of like Anakin, like you know, at the episode three. Yeah. If you're not with me, not with me. Yeah. <laughs> then you're my enemy. Yeah, we're absolutes, but isn't that also an absolute? It's like, yeah. Both, like, yeah. Oh, my God. That's where I'm like, yo, the prequels are not as good as everyone. It's like, oh, my gosh, it's, it's the best. It's like, dude, like, there's a lot of, like, inconsistencies there. Relax. But, um, nah, no, you're right, man. This, uh, like, this time period that where we're at where we can't, like, there's people that won't be friends with people or, like, like converse with people that don't think like them. I'm like, all right, you're that's you're only gonna get trapped in your own viewpoint, and it's it's gonna get very, it's gonna get worse out there. You know what I mean? Before it oh. gets better. Oh, for sure, I agree on that one. But um, uh, what? Uh, so you're gonna have to drive this one. But what's Avatar Studios? Avatar Studios, dude. Okay, so the original creators of Avatar: The Last Airbender, kick-ass show, by the way, uh, was on Nickelodeon. Uh, they they made you know you know Legend of Korra, and then uh they 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 were part of that Netflix series that's happening right now, which is a live action Avatar series, but they cut ties because um Netflix wasn't respecting their vision or they had different visions. So we get the news. I I think a couple of days ago, I believe it was two days ago, that they are back at Nickelodeon with their own studio, Avatar Studios, where they're going to make more Avatar content, movies, shows, spin-offs based on the, you know, Avatar universe, Avatar the Last Airbender universe. Mm-hmm. And so fans are freaking out, people are happy, and you know, it it is good news. I'm I'm hesitant for my own reasons, but it is good news that Avatar is back, back at its home. Uh, the original creators are the ones doing it and seems like there's a lot of a lot of support behind it i'm not gonna lie to you i've seen maybe less than 20 episodes of avatar last hamburger oh no so i'm not like i'm i know like 
I know, again, again, this is another community that's divided. I know people love the original with Aang, right? Yes. Um, and I know people, some hardcore fans do not like The Legend of Korra at all. Yes. So I'm excited for the fans. I can't call myself one, obviously, because I haven't seen a lot of it. But I, okay. you know, but uh, I think it's cool, great news for fans, honestly. I think it's the coolest thing that can happen for fans is just them, the, the, the original dudes opening a studio literally for the universe of the Avatar series. Yeah, no, that's it's it's pretty big. Um, I, question: Is it something that you would be wanting to get into, or is it like, no, I watched a couple of episodes and it's not something I'm, I'm, I'm that's grabbed my attention, you know? Honestly, I I like the story. I just feel like maybe it's it's kind of hard. Like when it when it comes to animations, like especially like you know Japanese anime, when there's like so many episodes, it feels overwhelming. Okay. Like, imagine me right now. I'm trying to watch catch up on One Piece, but oh, that is okay. like probably like a it's a super huge over undertaking to get caught up to One Piece. Oh yeah. And animation can only hold me for so long because um, I just never got into it. Like Dragon Ball Z is probably the only anime I really enjoy. Like, okay. But um, I give I give others a chance, but it's really hard for me. Like they have to like they have to engage me super quick for me to like binge it i think the last anime i watched that hooked me was fruit baskets which is not a it's not a very uh action-packed one anime but it was interesting it's about like the zodiac zodiac animals of the chinese new year stuff like that yeah no i'm not i'm not familiar with that that sounds sounds interesting though um i'm i'm surprised i mean you know, everyone has their own taste, so, you know, I, I understand. Uh, not everyone, like you said, gets captured by animation. Um, I, I for sure agree with the sentiment where it's, if there's a lot of episodes, it could be very, you know, intimidating or, you know, you, at least you're reserved on, like, taking that on. But Avatar, I believe, Avatar The Last Airbender is, like, 61 episodes, 62 episodes. It, it's it's worth a watch, but if it's something you're not interested in, I, I don't blame you. Um I, I love it. it. It's on Netflix, though. I mean, if there's a time where you don't have anything, I would definitely recommend it. Uh, watching it, yeah, um, I have to definitely. I'll have to like revisit it and see. Yeah, for sure. And for the record, with Legend of Korra, I was season one is awesome to me. Season one is very much in the spirit of like the Avatar universe. It's season two where they lost me, and three and four, it was just, it was a really bad. Season two, I mean, I don't want to spoil it for you, I guess, because just in case you do get into it, but they got really lazy with it, and uh, I know a lot of people disagree. I don't, I don't dislike it for the reasons people say, like, most fans dislike it, which is, oh, it's because it's a girl, oh, it's because, you know, this, and, and like, nah, it's, it's because it doesn't, it doesn't fit for me. Season one, I loved it, and it's not, season one had Korra as the main character. I was like, heck yeah, I can get behind this girl, she's badass. But, nah, they lost me in season two, man, and it only got worse from there. Um, I'm excited, but at the same time, if, if they're going to go for an Avatar after Korra, I don't, I don't care to see it. I, I'll watch it, because I'm a fan, I'll give it a chance, but I, I don't really care. I think, for it to work, they need to go backwards in the past lives and see what's up. So, with that being said, with this new studio, though, so what would you want to see them present? Like, the old avatars? Like, the original avatar? Or, like, uh, the airbenders? Oh. Like, why? Like, like who are the airbenders as a nation? I mean, it, you know, the thing is, and again, I'm not trying to hate on Korra. Korra really messed up a lot of things because I would love to say, yo, I want to see more adventures of Aang and the gang. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. Korra kind of covers, like, not every time that, like, you know, what they've done within that big time span, but it covers a lot, you know, and you, you hear tidbits here and there, so you can kind of piece together what happened with the gang and, like, not much that they did other than, you know, what they did in the original series. Um, so I guess they could show, like, them going for a character's family member. And, again, I'm trying to keep it vague because I don't want to spoil it for you. Yeah. 
but uh there's a character in the original series that has a missing family member or like you know like and at the very end of the series he's like yo where's my family member and then it, it gets covered in comic books but i guess it would be awesome to see it like you know in a live action or not live action but in an animated you know series or even if it's a mini series a one season series you know that'd be cool um I would say I would like them to tackle the first Avatar, but Korra again, she she that that series messes up like what they could do with the first Avatar. And I for one, I I thought it was a cool premise. I thought the execution was lacking. Again, uh, I get uh, I get in some heated debates with some of my friends about this, but mm-hmm. I didn't like their take on the first Avatar. Uh, but it, I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it, and I thought the execution was pretty bad. Um, so there's not really much else than going through one of the middle lives of the Avatar, you know, somewhere in between the first Avatar and Aang, and just make it a really interesting story or, uh, you know, I don't know. That that Korra limited a lot of what they could do, which is why a secret series is probably what's going to happen. But I don't know. I, I, we have to wait and see. It's a wait and see kind of thing. It's anyone's guess at this point. The news just broke, you know. I doubt it, it'd be a couple of years before we see something. Yeah, probably. Well, I think anything that comes out will be better than the M. Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> That's definitely the truth, man. Yeah. <laughs> so now the state of play that was yesterday. Yeah. You said it was boring as fuck. Why was it boring as fuck for you? <laughs> Dude, they, they showed basically the same stuff they showed when they um announced the PlayStation 5 and, like, what games are going to come with it. It's the same stuff, you know? Just a little bit more, oh, here's a little bit more shots of this or that. It's like, okay, like, that's cool. Dude, okay, none of the games really interested me. You know what I mean? The only game I'm looking at is uh Deathloop. They announced, uh, what did they announce? They announced, like, Final Fantasy... Like an expansion yeah. for the Final Fantasy VII remake, yep. um, which I mean that looks cool, but it's like, dude, like I plan on Final Fantasy, my guy. I I don't necessarily want an expansion. I want that part two. You know what I mean? Uh, dude, part two is gonna be so far away. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, dude, I don't know, man. There was nothing interesting me. You know what I mean? And I don't think I don't think they showed anything about God of War, which is probably the only thing, like fans would go crazy for because i'm not hearing much buzz about state of play and like the the few new um things they announced like one is called sifu where like you're you're a martial artist and you're like fighting other martial artists it looks like an indie game it looks interesting but not enough for me to be like yeah state of play was worth it that could have been just a random trailer drop playstation did any day of the week that would have been cool you know what i mean mm-hmm. um state of play did nothing for me uh they're making this final fantasy like expansion exclusive to the ps5 it's funny because most fans can't get a hold of ps5s so i mean who's gonna be playing this game <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> was, I mean? that was a very controversial uh controversial decision on their part honestly because we're still in the age of next-gen consoles are uh, getting still super scalped yeah and they're really stupid sony and microsoft because it's like dude put it in target put it in best buy oh online only I know we live in an online digital, like, you know, shipping age, but you, uh, people can go to the store and buy one. It's a lot more fair. And it, it's, you know, scalpers would have a lot more of a hard time stacking up the amount of consoles they did, like they did with, um, you know, their little bots and stuff. So, so I, I don't know. I'm getting a little off topic, but yeah, Sony's stupid. Um, State of Play was lame. I'm a big Sony fan. PlayStation, PlayStation or die, man. Microsoft can go fadoodle itself. <laughs> um, <clears throat> <laughs> but yeah, Sony Sony shit the bed with this one. You know what I mean? They didn't really uh, other than seafood. I believe one other, but I can't think of it because it, it's that boring and uninteresting. They they didn't really announce any new IPs. I think you know fans were kind of hoping for a Sly Cooper a- announcement because it's been a while and that series is really popular. But um, I don't know. It'd be, it would have been cool maybe to see another Final Fantasy sixteen uh showing. Uh, cause 16 looks really interesting in my opinion. And if they have nothing for a remake part two, then that should have been what they focused on. Not, oh yeah, you know, the remastered version, we're going to add a little bit of content. So you, you know, you have to get it. You know, it's like, okay, you douche. I don't know. Man. 
Uh, I'm not gonna get it. I, I don't. I don't care to play as um. What, what's your name? Yuffie. Yuffie. I was gonna say Luffy, but that's One Piece. You got that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. Like I mean, I, I'll see her in part two of you know the game. I don't know, man. What What do you feel? Did you Did you watch the state of play or at least some of the trailers that came out for it? I missed it when it was live, but I actually rewatched it. So let's uh, we'll do a quick rundown of what was shown if you haven't seen it. Okay. Um. So yes, Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate was announced for the PS5. Um, that's also going to be coming out with the DLC featuring Yuffie, the ninja, which uh, is important to the story. Um, it's a standalone DLC only for PS5, though, which, again, is very... That's a very interesting decision because a lot of people still not can't still can't get a hold of it. Um, yep. They showed Kenna, Bridge of Spirits, that will be released on the PS4 and PS5 in August. That was an interesting game. It looked very beautiful for the art style, I thought. Uh, another game that we see so many trailers for, Returnal. Returnal, the PS5 game <laughs> I'm sorry. is coming in April now. It's going to be in March. It looks like it could be a roguelite first-person shooter or a third-person shooter, I believe. What is it? Odd World, a game that we've seen many trailers for. Um, that's supposed to be coming out in April. Crash Bandicoot 4 is getting a PS5 update. Uh, the stupidest thing I've seen was a multiplayer dodgeball game called Knockout oh, City. They're trying to go for that Rocket League uh, fan base. <laughs> yeah. um, Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach was revealed. And then uh, one game that we've seen so many trailers for, it's been delayed multiple times, Deathloop. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. That's the only thing that I care for. So it's it's a... Depending on what you're looking for in the state of play, you're going to have different feelings for it. Me, I love Final Fantasy VII Remake. I thought it was amazing. I'm excited for Yuffie's DLC. The problem is I understand people's frustration because it's PS5 exclusive. I happen to have one, so I'm I can play it, but I understand why a lot of fans are like, why? Why can't it be for PS4 too? Yeah. And I think it's a bad decision because right now it's super hard to still get one. And you shouldn't divide the community this early when you know PS5s are still high in demand. But you know they can't make the, they can't make it, just can't make it right now. But yeah, oh, yeah. but yeah, most of the games were, you know, they're okay. I'm excited for again, Death Loop's look, Death Loop looks interesting. The Kenna game looked really cool. Returnal looks cool. Uh, Final Fantasy, I'm all for. But uh, yeah, I can tell it was boring because people want you know God of War updates. They want. The Last of Us 2 multiplayer updates. Like, people want to see more things, I guess. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those cases that uh, expectations could ruin it for you. I'm going to be honest. I didn't know a state of play was happening until I, I, I stumbled upon it on YouTube. I'm like, oh, there's a state of play. Sweet. <laughs> so I didn't have any expectations of it. I was just like, okay, state of play is usually they announce some cool stuff, you know, or, like, they show off some, uh, some cool things. And honestly... I mean, I don't have a PS5. I, I plan on getting one, like, you know, in the future, probably the far future. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm still interested in the gaming news or what's coming out. And, like, honestly, none of it interested me. Like, Returnal, it looks cool, but I wouldn't pay 70 bucks for it. That's for sure. You know? Uh, and it's a stupid name, in my opinion. <laughs> like, that is me being nitpicky, but it's a really dumb name. You have a That's dumb why name. I laugh when you say yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, whatchamacallit? I don't care for Oddworld. I don't care for... Uh, there's this other other guy. Oh, Kenya Bridge of Spirits. Yeah, Ken- I mean, like, yeah, the art art style looks really nice, but it also kind of gives me like Zelda vibes or um, Willow. What's that one Xbox exclusive? Like Willow Wisps or like some something of the forest, or, like Willow Ori. Wisps. Or, Ori. Ori. Yeah. 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 It it gives me those vibes, and it's like okay, nothing new, you know. Like uh, I'd play like if it's on sale or free. You know what I'm saying for sure. But um. I don't know. I, again, I had no expectations going in because I found out the day of. But uh, as a as a as a fan, I'm like, man, no, Sony's really 
shitting the bed this generation, you know, I don't think uh, I don't think it's a win for them. And there's rumors that Xbox is going to do an event of their own. And if they even have like one like thing about uh, Avowed or Elder Scrolls or you know wh- what's what's the what's the thing Space Space Starfield, you know what I mean by Bethesda. If they have anything like that, they won. You know what I mean because Nintendo Direct. All they had was, oh yeah, Diamond and Pearl, the remake or whatever of Pokemon. Sony didn't really have much except, you know, Final Fantasy Integrate, which, like you said, divided the fans a little bit. And then, yeah, Xbox has a as an advantage right here, in my opinion. Sony should have been. Yeah, I I'm not really too concerned about Sony because I think they, if you do get a hold of a PS5, they do have some really good games for it right now. Um, Xbox has nothing. That's true. Xbox has nothing, but and again, yeah, but, but Sony does have a lot coming this year. It might not necessarily be something that you've seen, but I'm, it's still early in the year, and there's going to be, you know, Horizon Zero Dawn two is supposed to be coming out. God of War, I think, was slated for this year too. So there's definitely, like, Sony can definitely like just sweep the floor again in no time but i think for the first day to play i think of the year i think this is the first one of the year i understand people not being super like what what do you mean yeah where's everything else where's god of war where's you know where's ratchet and clank even though those games are coming out still but i get it yeah i get it people want to see like the flashy games like the very popular ones so i get that i'm but I am still quick Final Fantasy Seven. Dude, I'm happy for you, man. Uh, question: Like, are 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 you gonna play it all over again? Because you played it for four, so you have to get the PS Five. You know, like I don't know if your save data from the PS Four can carry over to the PS Five, where you just play the expansion. No, it does. Then I it carries over. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah. You know, that's not terrible because I I wouldn't want to platinum that thing again. I'm sorry. <laughs> I put a hundred hours in that game. Like honestly, a hundred hours, like a hundred and one hours planning. And I, I don't I don't want to do it again. <laughs> I, I, that's why. But yeah, if it carries over, that's see. Perfect. I that I played it to beat the story, but I didn't go back to platinum it. Now I have a reason to because now I can play it in sixty FPS and then do it all over again, and I'll be fine because when you jump from thirty to sixty in any video game, it's such a huge difference. And it feels, oh, that's feels awesome. so much more fluent. It's just like when you play a console game and you go to PC. You have a really good PC. You can play it like with a higher frame rate, and it's like this is insanely different. But well, that's a lot of frames, dude. Yeah, but that's like nerdy nerd stuff, right? Total nerd stuff. Your frame rate data is not as good. It's only getting twenty nine FPS. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, stay to play. Let's just say it has mixed reviews. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. But I gotta so quickly before we wrap up, though, we gotta talk about Wandavision. Oh yeah. Oh, what did yeah. you think of Wandavision episode eight? We're we doing spoiler alerts or spoiler free thoughts? Um, let's do let's do non spoilers and then we'll say spoilers towards the end. All right. All right. Dude, it was cool, man. Uh, it was a little bit longer of an episode. I think by like 10 minutes, possibly. Because um, <laughs> the credits are 10 uh, minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I remember the first episode I watched. I, th- I said stand by, so my dumbass stood by because I thought it was going to come <laughs> I'm not. I, Really quickly, before we continue, I was my sister told me like, oh yeah, there's like 10 minutes worth of credits. I'm like, there's 10 minutes worth of credits? Are you kidding yeah. me? Like, I'm looking at the runtime. I'm like, oh, wow, 40 minutes long? It's going to be awesome. And then it's like, wait, what? Stand by. If there's like 10 minutes left, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. But yeah, um, go for it. <laughs> what were you saying? <laughs> yeah, no, first episode, I stood by, man. I thought I thought it was part of like the TV gimmick that they're doing. You know yeah. what I mean? Stand by. It's a commercial. Uh, it's minutes I'll never get back here. <laughs> Oh, uh, the the episode was super awesome. I loved it. Uh, I was hoping no, no, you know what? I'm not that. We'll we'll save that for spoilers. It was a great episode, solid, great performances. A uh, couple of oh snaps, you know what I mean? Uh, it had everything that it needed. You know, I think it was a great follow up to 
the last episode's twist. You know, I, lo- I love the way it started. Uh, that took me by surprise because I-, I thought one thing, but it ended up being another. It's cool. Definitely. No, no gripes about this episode, honestly, except the credits are ridiculously long, like always. But yeah. How about you? What, what are you feeling? What are you thinking? I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Um, definitely a good episode for. It's just like a more character development, honestly. I feel like oh, yeah. I feel like you know. I guess I should save it for spoilers because it's kind of it's like it just kind of defeats the purpose of it. But uh, anyway, it was a it was good. Um, I really enjoyed it. I again, but I'm like that guy that's like, man, why is it so short? Because I feel like every TV show that's really good, the last few minutes are like really getting really epic, and then it's like credits start rolling. I'm like, God damn it! Yeah, that's how it gets you. So it's like now I have to wait till next week for another episode because it is getting, it's it's like if you look at the beginning to WandaVision to now. I don't think people expected Marvel to pump out a really good TV show because I think people, like, again, I said last time, last week, we were talking about the last episode, how people were, people looked at episode one and two, I was like, what the hell is this? And then now, fast forward to now, it's like, oh my God, this is a really good show. Yeah, for sure. So I'm, uh, I liked it. I woke up and watched it immediately because people, We'll always post your reactions on Twitter, and I'm like, nope, I'm gonna watch it as soon as I wake up. I'm not gonna not check in social media. And it was good. I li- I liked it. It did, and again, like you said, it definitely uh, fleshed out what the twist was last week. So it was really good. Yes, yeah. A lot of uh, a lot of uh, revelations. So definitely. So if you haven't seen it, Wandavision, I suggest you go see it. Because right now we're going to talk about spoilers and what happened in the episode. So if you haven't seen it, thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time. If you have seen it, here's our spoilers version of WandaVision. So WandaVision, holy shit. Like, (laughs) she got her name, the Scarlet Witch. Yeah, dude, that was cool. The longest time, they've never called her the Scarlet Witch. Now Agatha's like, you have chaos magic. You're the Scarlet Witch. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Like, let's go. (laughs) Because it's the same thing when she was in the Hydra. And then the Mind Stone came to her and she grabbed it. And you saw the silhouette of the Scarlet Witch coming to her. I was like, oh, my goodness. Because Wanda doesn't have a huge backstory in Age of Ultron. She has a little yeah. bit, but she doesn't have a ton. So that was insane. I was like, I was like super hyped. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I'll, honestly, we couldn't really share a lot of emotion during our non-spoiler. But man, this episode was kick-ass. And it, I think it gave the fans exactly what we've been waiting for. Like you said, the name, the more backstory fleshed out uh, all the characters. Even Agatha Hart- Harkins? Harkness? Yeah, you know, Agatha Hargraves? Hargraves. Something. something. No, no. Har- <laughs> yeah, something. Let's say Agatha. <laughs> yeah. Um, the beginning, I thought she was, you know, about to get, like, you know, burned on the stake. And it ended up being, like, are you a witch? And she's like, yes. I'm like, dude, why are you admitting it? You silly goose. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it ended up being, like, that was her coven. And that was, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm very not, uh, like, I don't have any detective skills. So I didn't, I didn't realize that they were all, you know, like women and, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't expect that at all. So that, that took me off guard. So right at the beginning, I was encapsulated like a, like a a kid watching Saturday morning cartoons. You know what I mean? It was awesome, man. Uh, I'm going to go right to it because I'm just that guy. And the biggest thing for me is the ending of the vision. He, he has his color, man. He's, he's like bluish, like gray. Yeah, he's bad. We don't know if this is gonna be a more robotic vision because he doesn't have the the stone, uh, or if it if it's still gonna have his personality. I'm I'm extremely interested. This is gonna be. I, I can't wait for next episode, man. Yeah, like that. That ending was crazy because, like, because you because 
to back up real quick. So, you know, the director of Sword is telling you, oh, yeah, she broke in and stole Vision. And then you figure out, like, no, she didn't. She reanimated him as an illusion. Yeah. And then you find out that they put him back together. And they have some sort of, some sort of um, I guess they needed the chaos magic from Wanda to power him up. And yeah, we don't know if he's good good or not. We don't know if he still re- has any memories. He might be like, he might be the classic, like he's, I'm here, I have a directive, and maybe Wanda kind of like brings Vision back somehow, but like mentally, but it was, it was pretty, it was pretty insane because I think it's going to go, I think next episode it's going to go off. Oh, definitely. It's going to go off. It was, it was so good. It was such a good episode. Like yeah, and it yeah, it it's crazy because I I thought th- to me that just made the fact that she made visions like uh, like that was an illusion it wasn't actually vision but he felt so in his character and who he was that to me that that ex- expands on her power more than like the whole force field and Westview thing altogether because that makes sense when he was you know a couple episodes back he was trying to get out of the force field. And he was disintegrating. I'm like, why would he disintegrate? He would just turn back to his dusty ass body. Yeah. Not like burn all together. But no, it's because like that wasn't that wasn't vision. That was an illusion, man. And it, dude, it, oh my god, I can't. You know, I'm I'm gonna have to rewatch the series like in a month or two just so I can get it all now that I know you can pick up on some things, man. That great, great show. Honestly, only thing that was missing, and I know it's because they're probably gonna say it for the last episode, was a M- Mephisto or Manifesto, whatever Mephisto's. You know, appearance. Yeah, the meme, the meme where it's like, shared with you is like everyone looking around, like, "Oh, look, it's Mephisto. That's Mephisto." Yeah. Uh, we we don't know. We we still don't know. But I think it's really interesting, and it's a very it's a very sad episode too because, um, you really find out that Wanda, the whole thing, was out of grief and alone, like loneliness, like yeah. massive depression, and she just couldn't she couldn't hold it anymore and then boom like she created this whole you know this whole hex and the crazy thing about it is if you actually look closely you see like the tv shows she watches is basically how the episodes pan out like every episode is like you know like on the like the did back the the dick van dyke show to like malcolm in the middle like those shows inspired her for those episodes she does in her like in her hex yeah so it's really interesting and then you know vision buying a property for them to grow old together well again we don't know if the thing the thing is we don't know if vision actually did that it could be it could be one of those things where maybe someone's just playing on her emotions we don't know but either way it's a very it's a very very sad episode wanda's been through a lot Oh, for sure. Yeah, and I think now we like people kind of like didn't like didn't like Wanda's character much. I know some people weren't huge on it, but I think this oh, episode definitely or the show definitely fleshes her character out even more. It makes her a very very awesome superhero. Oh, I agree. I agree. I, I always liked her. Uh but yeah, th- this episode really does play into her character a lot more. We got we got her name. We got more of her backstory. Uh, people like pain, you know. As, as, as messed up as it is, she's a tortured character. You know what I mean? And uh, she really is, honestly. She's a very very. She plays on it. Character. Yeah, because think about it. Thor has gone through probably more, if not just as much as her. But he's still very, you know, let's say optimistic or friendly. She she plays into her pain. You know what I mean? Into her misery, into her sadness, and that. That's something that people can connect with. I think the only thing Thor played into is when he couldn't, he missed, he missed the head of Thanos, and then he got fat. Yeah, yeah. But but uh, even then, he was like just drinking and playing video games. She, that sounds like me when I'm depressed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It was was crazy. It's good when there was there was no. It was just Wanda and Agatha, and you know just a couple characters then bring darcy or vision like the other the illusion vision yeah definitely wanda driven for sure 
which I, I mean, I think it, I think it worked. I think it worked. Um, last we seen of Illusion Vision was him flying to her rescue while Darcy's stuck in traffic, right? Yeah. Or in that roadblock. Okay, so I, I'm assuming in episode nine they're gonna come and help. And I mean, the next episode is the last one, correct? I think there's two more. Oh, there's two more. I don't. Okay. I right. don't know. I don't know if they said there was nine or ten. Okay. But I know it's it's getting down to the, the to the end here. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. But man, she got her. She got her name. And I just this like the lore of the Scarlet Witch is really huge. Um, there's been multiple Scarlet Witches, so maybe the Scarlet Witch was given to her, like I said, when she was in the Mind Stone and touched her and gave her the power of the Scarlet Witch. Yeah, so that's why she's now the Scarlet Witch. So it's really cool. And then they totally, they totally digged on like, oh yeah. I was fake Petro, not the real one. The real one is full of holes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is fucked up. I was up. like, damn, dude. Because no offense, to, no offense to Quicksilver and Age of Ultron, but he was, they definitely did him dirty. And I was like, okay, okay. that's fine. Like, I guess yeah. you kill him. You didn't see that coming. Yeah. <sighs> Josh Whedon's a bitch. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, that was a, it was funny, but I was like, damn, you guys did my boy dirty. They really did. He's supposed to be quick, you know what I mean? But no, nah, I mean he he went out a hero at the end of the day. So yeah, he uh, saved. They, he saved. You know, he saved uh, Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would have been nice to see more development for the character, so you cared more. But um, about his death, you know what I mean? Uh, Josh Whedon is cheap like that. He's like, oh, yeah, people need to die, but not the people, you know, the main characters, just someone we introduced, you know what I mean? It was very Star Trek red shirt, you know what I mean? <laughs> Quick silver. And I think he deserved better than that. But nonetheless, he went out a hero. <laughs> the joke was funny, though. Yeah, he's full of holes, you know? Yeah. So like, you're going to do necromancy. Then he's, you know, in another country, but. Wait, um, yeah, WandaVision. Maybe two more, maybe one episode. It was great. Uh, before before we say our goodbyes, Spider Man's new title is what's it? That's not far from home. It's or is it Spider Man out of out of home? Wait, no. <laughs> Did you I, see what? the new no uh, the new title for Spider Man? Oh, Spider Man No Way Home. No Way Home. Yeah, that's the new Spider Man title. Is No Way Home. Who who who's the creative guy in this song? <laughs> you have Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Far From Home, and now Spider-Man No Way Home. This is Jesus. Comes man. out in Christmas time. I'm not looking forward to it. That's for ah, sure. Dude, oh, oh, I'm looking forward to it because Doc Ox in it from Spider-Man 2. But you saw that the it's confirmed that neither Andrew Garfield nor Toby Maguire reprising their roles. It, dude, I'm not gonna lie to you. It could be. It could be. They could be trying to swerve people. Oh, like J.J. Abrams with Star Trek too. Yeah, man. Oh no, that's not Khan. That's John Harrison. Yeah, man. I'm. I'm. It makes sense because why would you have the original? Why would you have two yeah. villains from the other universe battle Peter Parker? Because honestly, think about it. If our if the MCU universe has a villain for Spider Man, and then they bring in other villains, he's not going to have enough support unless they bring like Avengers or someone. But they would have to be that other Spider Mans to help. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I think, and again, I'm not. I don't want to like have my high hopes up and to get disappointed if they don't show up. But I'm thinking it could be a swerve that it keeps saying, "Oh no, it's not going to happen, guys. We're just kidding," you know. So we'll see, but I I agree the titles are far out. No way home is really interesting. Yeah, uh, I think the, the director's name is John Watts. Like, dude, like, get some continuity in your bitch ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> then you, you got continuity in your names. Oh, oh, we're we're playing off the home thing. Okay, my guy, how about continuity in your story? The end of number one, you were setting up Sinister Six. What the fuck is number two about? Machisto, whatever the Mysterio. fuck. Mysterio. Mysterio. 
<laughs> and then and then you're 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 doing kind of like a like what's that Batman storyline where yeah, public enemy number one storyline where okay everyone look Spider-Man's a villain and so how's that gonna play with Sinister Six with multiverse you know what I mean like this this okay John Watts I'm sure you have good like directing eyes but if you had anything to do with the story get the fuck out of here you're you're sucking bro you're sucking I hope it's Kevin Feige pulling your strings and I can say Kevin Feige's the one sucking but this Spider-Man is awful and I, I loved Homecoming but I, as it progressed and I started thinking about it same thing with Force Awakens man great foundation to build upon and you guys are just shitting a bed with it so you know I, I hope number three changes my mind but shit I'm, I'm looking for Into the Spider-Verse 2 because that's the only Spider-Man I, I want <laughs> yeah I well, I guess we'll just see later this year. I'm looking forward to it. But thank you, folks, for listening to our uh, little bonus episode. Catch us every Tuesday. And um, I don't know, maybe Friday we'll have a new bonus episode as well. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're, we're definitely promising one podcast a week. But... If there's news, then we're going to do a second one. And there's been a lot of news, so that's why it's two weeks. Oh, for sure. This is why this episode's a little bit longer, because there's a lot of news. Oh, yeah. We'll definitely uh, see us on Tuesdays, but thank you for listening. Thank you so much. Yeah. Catch us every Tuesday. Videos will be coming out soon of the podcast in a few weeks' time. But once again, we'll catch you guys later. What does Michael say? Catch you on the flippity flip. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening.